Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder? I do. Did you ever wonder why the sun always rises, but the stars never fall, why dry land is never satisfied by water, and why fire never says enough? So today on Bible Wonders, I am still in Job 41, and really this one passage, just I don't know how to put it other than I'm just delighted in it, because God kind of walked with Job in this passage. He was, as we talked about at the beginning of the week, that Noah walked with God, and so he was kind of opening up his heart to Job and telling Job something that really, until I was really studying this passage this week, I'd never seen this before. But clearly, God is telling Job here what he is going to do with Leviathan eventually. (laughs) Because when God is asking Job these questions, he asked Job, will you play with him like a bird, or you leash him for your maidens, or will your companions make a banquet of him? Will they apportion him among the merchants? Well, if we think about the book of Revelation, specifically chapter 19, right, that what happens to the great dragon? Well, they certainly leash him. They chain him, right? I mean, that's what's going to happen. And they chain him for what? For the for the wedding supper of the Lamb. It's, it's clear that when you look at the wedding supper of the Lamb, these are the maidens, it's us, it's the church. And so he chains this Leviathan <laughs> for the wedding supper. And then it says, right, it says, well, your companions make a banquet of him. In other words, the church is going to make a banquet of this flesh that's discussed in, in Revelations 19, and apportion him among the merchants. And so when you think about what Job was getting to understand there, as he could read what God was saying, is not only is God able to do all that, but this evil that has really taken on your family and taken on your business and taken on everything that you've experienced in your life, Job, this, this is going to be the delight of what happens in Revelation 19. In other words, he is sharing his heart with Job right here about something that clearly we know is going to happen. And it's it's really fascinating to look at. And so as I was just loving that and loving, loving, loving it, I just thought about one of my favorite passages in scriptures in Isaiah 11, uh, 1, 2, and 3 specifically, is where we hear the seventh-fold anointing of Jesus, essentially. You read it and you see that he's going to get this spirit of wisdom and the spirit of understanding and a knowledge and a might and a fear of the Lord. But my favorite part of it is this seventh anointing, which is almost accumulation of the all other anointings, is a delight in the fear of the Lord. And so often I like to go look at that word delight that's um, there in Isaiah 11. And so when you look at that, it starts with a resh which means a head, right? That the, certainly the head of the house in this case. <laughs> and then there's a yud, which means it's sort of like a worship thing. It's, it's like hands raised, but they're, they're raised to God. It's a heart that delights in God. So here you have the head and, and hands that are raised. And then the last letter is this het, which can mean life, and it certainly does mean life, but in this particular word, I really think it means wall. As the point of it is, is God has you walled in, and since Satan is clearly his serpent, 
he can't get to you without God's allowing it. And so when he's getting to you, God's allowing it because he's wanting to stir up the mire like we talked about yesterday. But in the meantime, Jesus, when he was getting this anointing, he was just delighting in the fact, delighting that there is a wall. There is a wall that that Satan can't get through to get to you unless God allows it. And God can play with him like a bird as is described in this particular passage. Satan is God's servant, which is described clearly in this passage. So here is this wall that we can just sit behind and know that God has our back absolutely no matter what. And all things do work together for good for those who are, you know, love him and are called according to his purpose. It's just what's going to happen, right? <laughs> it's nobody is going to get away with anything. <laughs> God, God has this. And the only reason he allows evil is like Joseph said, you know, you meant this for evil, but God means it for good. And it's stirring things up in him so that he can initiate us more as his sons, his daughters, his kings, his queens, but most of all, his bride. Do you ever wonder? Did you ever-